I'm Jennifer. And I'm Randall Lynn. And we're people. Talking about people. Hi, Jen. Well, hello, Randall Lynn. So excited to be here. I know you and I have been gabbing for like what has been almost 20 minutes before we even turn this on. So we've got all these wonderful, exciting notes and things to talk about. But it is the beginning of the year for you and I right here as we record this. It's the first time that we are meeting in January of 2021. So it's just great to see you in this new year. I'm excited. I was looking forward to 2021 for a lot of reasons. Um, But then like last night, Sunday scary set in a little bit and I was like, oh, I've been off work for literally 13 days. I love what I do but also this has been great. Um, And I was not exactly looking forward to Monday the way that I normally do. So kicking off my Monday, spending an hour with you and now with the people that we love, Jen, I feel like has given me kind of like the extra pep in my step that I needed to get over like the hump of getting back to work and starting 2021 off in a way that's going to like make me proud. Yeah, I could not agree more. I like I think I just love what I do, but at the same time, yeah, after a very long break, it's kind of hard to get back. It's like, do I remember all my passwords and who did I forget to follow up with beforehand and what's even on my to-do list? And so having this moment to just sit with you and talk about fun stuff was a really good way to ease into it for me. So I'm right there with you. Well, I think today is going to be pretty fun and exciting. I know that when you and I had first you know, kind of brainstormed our topics and thought about, hey, what are we going to talk about? We just kind of said, oh, let's talk about some like wins for the last year and very specifically, like how did we celebrate? Because we talked about celebration and some stuff in the past and we knew, hey, it'd be really cool to come back and kind of tell everyone we had these kind of conversations around celebrations. We had these conversations about reflection. What did we do? And when you and I were sitting here talking about it, as as always, it sort of took us on another tangent, which is kind of fun. So we're, we're pretty excited today to talk slightly differently about what we had intended. Um, we are going to talk about celebrations a little bit and give you some specific examples. We are going to talk about um, some tactical stuff, but it's just going to take a slightly different twist. And With that, I'm going to segue right into one of the things immediately, which was when we first got on the phone, you know, I mentioned we were gabbing for about 20 minutes. We sat here and just planned out like the next three months of what we were going to talk about. And it came with ease and flow. It felt really good. We've got some really exciting topics up ahead, some interviews, some solos, like all sorts of different stuff in just 20 minutes. And we both just kind of took a deep breath and went, hey, this is the perfect example of something to celebrate, um, tactically celebrate too. Like it might look like a fist bump or something, right? But let's celebrate that a little bit. And then let's share it to let people know it doesn't have to be, you know, this big elaborate thing that you've accomplished. It could be something that's sort of smaller. And in 20 minutes time and just a little bit of conversation between us, frankly, we just made the next three months a lot easier for us. So taking that moment to recognize that we probably actually did save a lot of time for the future. We feel really good about the direction that we're going um, and that you and I both had that same sort of reaction of excitement and joy when we did that was pretty exciting. So we just wanted to share that with everyone. Like that's one thing that we just sit here and took a little time to celebrate. Now, what Randallin and I talked about was how did we celebrate it? And we both kind of kind of giggled at what it looked like and and what it felt like and the way she was doing it versus the way that I was doing it. 
So for me, I had that moment of like, I'm just really grateful. For me, it was just really about leaning into the gratitude and repeating how grateful I am that we took the time to do that. You know, my little air fist bump, like, woohoo, just being really excited. Plus knowing, as we just talked about, that Monday is going to be a hard transition for us. It was really good. It just felt really good, right? So I like just sometimes sitting with that feeling of that felt really good and leaning into it and being comfortable with that, where Randallin had a different reaction. So Randallin, what what was your celebration? I'm very food motivated. So I enjoyed a couple dark chocolate covered almonds. Um, but I I can appreciate and get behind the way that Jen celebrates. Um, because I agree, like I always I love time off and I love taking a break and actually like punching the reset button and just like having space to do whatever serves you best in that time. And that's what, you know, this past 13, 15 days has been for me. Um, so being able to come back, I, you know, I love what I do, but it does, it feels like I'm already so behind and it's 10 AM my time, um, on a Monday morning. And that's like not an incredibly welcoming feeling, but being able to sit down and know that at least one thing in my life has like vision and a plan now for the next few weeks is like a weight off my shoulders. Um, but I think Jen, it also speaks to the fact that like we've gotten on calls before and we've spent 20 minutes just trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. And the fact that we were both able to step back and hit reset and pause and come into this time together, like recharged and excited and ready to go is why that time came so easily. So I'm celebrating the fact that we are both planners and we are people with a vision and a purpose, but I'm also celebrating the fact that we were both able to step back, enjoy time to ourselves and come into this moment ready to be present. So I'm going to enjoy some more chocolate covered almonds for that. Um, You can do with that other emotion, whatever you would like. I love that. I love that. Well, this is a perfect segue because like I said, we talked a little bit about, we were going to come in and kind of go, okay, you know, Randallin, what did you reflect on for last year? And how did you celebrate all those great things that you did? And we both just sort of recognize that this year has just been so different. I mean, and I, I feel like a broken record saying that a little bit, but the perfect example was I was watching, like, I think it was just the local news and they did some sort of cheesy straw poll and it just said something like, you know, reflecting on your 2020 was your year mostly good, bad, or neutral. I mean, it was truly just like as simple as that. And 57% of people had said bad. And I thought I was staring at that going, you know, there are so many things that have been bad in the year, um, whether this is independently for myself or just as a whole, you know, and I always give this sort of analogy, like we're all in the same boat, but I might have a motor and Randallin's just working with some short oars, right? Like we all might have different oars or tools, maybe nothing at all that is moving that boat along for us. So we all recognize that everyone's journey looks different, even though we're all kind of sitting through some of the same or similar stuff. But just to think that even in your darkest of dark times, that it's so hard to stop and find some of that joy is just really, I don't know, it was really just really challenging for me. It sort of just touched me a little bit to go, wow, that's really sad to think that that many people would say that their year was mostly bad. Because in the grand scheme of things, there's 24 hours in the day, right? So that means 12 hours of the day were 
technically quote unquote bad, which is pretty much probably the time you're awake versus asleep. So that means these people are rocking with, you know, fully bad days. Now, whether that was just their gut initial reaction or whether that's reality, it's hard to say. And are there people who that's the case for? 100% there are people who that's the case for. But it just got me thinking, right? So what are those things that that we really need to, when we think about 2020, how are we going to reflect back on the year? What are the things that we want to remember? But more than anything, how do we leverage that and move into 2021, which is where you and I kind of started to take a lot of our conversation was shifting around into what is it going to look like going forward? How are we going to make sure that we are celebrating? Um, What does that celebration look like? How is it different. Um, so I'm going to pause right there for a minute because it's just a lot of talking for me. Uh, but Randall Ann, I don't know, tell me kind of your thoughts and kind of when, when we sat down to do this, what came up for you thinking about the past year? I, well, Jen, first of all, I love listening to you talk and I learn something every time you do. So I'm okay just listening to you talk for the rest of our time here today. Um, But that said, Jen, we briefly talked before we had the records on um, about joy as an emotion and kind of like a movement coming through culture. Um, And I said, I said it probably better than I'll be able to say it now because, you know, the first time you say something and all, it just usually sounds better. Um, But one of the things that I have really loved celebrating and kind of watching unfold going into 2021 is this concept of joy instead of just like happiness or positivity. Um, Because I think, I think of joy and I think of the, emotion that like that resides in and it's just like contentment um and I you know we think of happiness as like kind of like a fleeting thing like oh I'm gonna it's like a a quick hit to like your dopamine it's like oh I got an A on a paper like I'm happy or like oh I got a, a raise like I'm happy um but we don't necessarily think of things like spending you know, so much time with our families this year as like happy. There's a good chance that like maybe some people's years were bad because they had to spend so much time with their family. But I think there are moments in those things that can kind of be what brings us joy. So the Hills, unfortunately, had a pretty sucky 2020 even before Corona happened. Um, And we have got gotten to spend a lot more time together as a family and that's been great it's also been incredibly frustrating at times um but one of the things that I can consistently like find joy in is conversations with my three and four year old siblings like they're just so innocent and pure and they're just like excited about the fact that like trees are green and there are like trees that are green all year long and it is the cutest thing to them um so being able to like hone in on the things in the bad times that are exciting or like warm or inviting. Um, and I think a culture is moving from this like happiness to this joyful, um, shift. And that comes with like, like the movement of gratitude and things like that. So as someone who loves joy and believes that like your external circumstances don't have to dictate like where you're at internally. I 
am incredibly excited that like joy is a thing in 2021. I think that was perfectly said. And I, you're definitely going to be segueing us right into our next point of conversation. But I think there are a couple of things that you said in there that I want to kind of circle back to. I mean, you were just even talking about the example of, of family and we hear that a lot from people, right? Where it's like, oh my gosh, 2020 was so hard. Like, I feel like i am been with my family nonstop. And then in the same breath, those same people might say something like, but it's been really nice to sit down and actually eat a family dinner together or play a family game or do a puzzle or, you know, fill in the blank something or kind of saying something. So this is the perfect example of where just because something's different doesn't always mean it's bad or not good or whatever, fill in the blank with whatever term or word you want to use. But these are the times where, to your point, instead of just relishing on that brief moment of dopamine hit happiness, reflecting on the joy of that scenario. So from a 2020 perspective, we can kind of pause and look back and say, you know, wow, instead of having one family dinner a week together, we had seven, you know, a week together. And why that brings me joy is because X, Y, Z, you know, whatever, whatever the the reason is that that brings you joy. Um, I got to see everyone's faces. I got to have a, a conversation with people. I connected with my teenager in a different way than I ever have, you know, whatever, something along those lines, but trying to think about what about that change brought a little bit of that joy. And then your kind of comment around gratitude. And I think that's exactly what you and I are going to talk about next, but this kind of shift around just being grateful for those moments. And I think a lot of people hear this sort of gratitude or grateful, and I'm kind of one of them and kind of got this like, oh, great. You know, here we go. Another. So you're going to tell me I got to like go journal about how I'm grateful or I need to buy a book about being grateful or something. And it's just not that complicated, right? It's just taking a moment and that whether it's that moment in time or the end of the week, looking back at your week, whatever it is, but it's just taking that brief moment to think about what are those things that went really brought that, that joy just past that sort of happiness dopamine hit and made me feel just really grateful for where I'm at. And just taking that brief moment to think about that thing. Uh, And if you really struggle with it, do it more frequently. So what I mean by that is if people are kind of on a weekly basis trying to look back at what are all the things I'm grateful for this week and they can't think of something, you need to be doing it more in the moment if that's the case. Uh, Because being grateful can be as simple as, hey, I'm alive today, but you can't say that every day and have that same emotion of joy around it. Eventually you're gonna be like, oh, okay, yep, still alive. Like it's just no longer gonna spark that joy. So thinking of those things in the moment that we really truly are grateful for, celebrating them, celebrating them, whether it's with the dark chocolate almond or the fist bump, um, or just a conversation around it and kind of using that going forward. So I just want to challenge people right off the bat before we even dive in. Like if you have that moment as we go into 2021, where you feel joy, just take a deep breath and think, why am I feeling joy right now? How can I be grateful? And why am I so grateful in this moment? I love that, Jen. And I think I love that you, it doesn't always have to be like a big celebration. It can just literally be like, oh, I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm thankful about like where I'm at currently. Um, And one of the things that I have started doing and celebrating a little bit more, because I think 
we oftentimes like feel these emotions and I don't know if it's because we're like nervous about vulnerability or whatever, but we don't usually expose them to other people. Um, so one of the things I've been really intentional about communicating with the people around me is like, if they do something that I am grateful for or thankful for, just like being very open with them and honest with them about it and being like, Hey, thank you for saying that. Like that really, like that level of communication is really appreciated by me when you do that. Um, or like, wow, I can't believe you, you know, just showed up at my house because you knew I was having a bad day. Like being that intentional with me means a lot. Um, so even if you're, you know, those celebrations, as we're going to call them, like, they don't have to be big. They don't have to be this, like, overthought out moment where you, like, light a candle and you sit in a bath and you journal. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. It can be so simple as just, like, acknowledging what somebody else has done um, and saying it out loud, like, acknowledging it out loud instead of just, like, in your head and saying, like, oh, that was really sweet of them. Like, tell them it was sweet of them. Like, that's a celebration. That's a way to celebrate those moments um, just simply by vocalizing them. Yeah, I think that's a perfect example for people where if you're struggling with how do I be grateful? What does gratitude look like? Just shift that thinking a little bit into thankful. Grateful, shift it to thankful, and then vocalize it. So, you know, truly just saying, you know, Randallin, I am just thankful that you're here today, that you showed up, like whatever it is. But shifting it and vocalizing it externally to others will help you to feel some of that gratitude. So you'll get that same emotion and feeling, even if you aren't sitting there going, I'm having a moment where I'm thinking about how I'm grateful. You're just saying, Hey, thanks for doing this. Thanks for doing that. You'll have that same feeling and that same reaction, which will then also bring that joy, which will give you that happiness and dopamine hit that we all really enjoy and sort of crave, especially in this time where we're really craving connection and people and community, right? You're going to get some of that um, the best way you can. I mean, I am not able to physically put my hands on your shoulders or hug you as we talk through this video, but, you know, we are definitely able to have a lot more of some of that connection by way of being thankful with each other, by way of smiling, by way of, you know, doing things that will allow us to feel that sense of community, when I can't physically, you know, touch you, um, it's still, it's still there. So kind of shifting, vocalizing, thinking of it from that thankful standpoint is huge. I love that. Jen, you said something about how you could just be thankful that I showed up and it made me laugh so hard because last week I actually, you know, the week between Christmas and New Year's where nobody knows what day it is or what time it is or what they're doing with their life. Jen remembered that it was Monday and that we were supposed to meet and I did not. So the fact that I did show up today is a win. Um, and I'm That was an accident though, by the way. I did not say that intentionally. I didn't even think about it. So it's so funny that you just said that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I loved it. And I that is something worth celebrating, Jen, that I could be here and on time for once in my life. Oh, too funny. I love it. Yeah, I really wasn't trying to like throw you under the bus there. It was, I totally forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> but it's true, though. I am thankful that you're here that we're having this conversation. And like we said, I mean, bang, we just like we hit hit the ground running and we got three months like right out of the gate, which is fabulous. So, you know, I just want to circle back though to a couple of the key points. So here we're talking about this celebrating how um, it's hard to think about doing that for 2020, but really just shift your focus and be thinking about instead of 
what did I learn from the last year? Like sometimes it's okay to just up and move on and move forward. Um, I know when you and I were chatting, I kind of said in my family, like we didn't even really celebrate New Year's. We didn't, we didn't stay up late. Matter of fact, um, you know, my husband who usually just naturally stays up past midnight, he went to bed at like 1030 that night. So we just didn't, we just didn't care. We didn't choose to make it a thing for us because we didn't want to, you know, make it look like, oh, this last year was so horrible and we're so excited to go into the next year. Although I think that's truly the sentiment for a lot of people because the reality is this next year is probably going to look very similar to the last year, at least for a while. And, and we don't know for sure whether that's true or not, but I wanted to go into the next year um, with the right kind of frame of mind. And if I went into it with this like, something amazing is going to happen. I didn't feel like I was setting myself up for success. I wanted to go into it with this mindset of, I'm going to celebrate joy when it happens. I'm going to be grateful when it, when I get the chance um, and just kind of go into it with looking forward, but not in an overly dramatized way. For me, that just felt like the right thing to do. So, you know, I, maybe this needs to be your and I like special word for the year is this word of joy. But I think there's really something to that. I know um, I, this would be interesting to get your perspective. This is probably a whole other episode too. But thinking about this concept of joy, like when I was in my 20s, I very much had that mindset and maybe it was my brain growing and all of this. But it's like every time something really great would happen, it'd be like, okay, like what's the bad thing that's coming next? Like, okay, that's great that this happened, but that means there's going to be some bad thing to level it out. And I don't know if somebody taught that to me, if that's an innate natural thing or what the deal was, but there was always going to be this bad thing around the corner. Oh, and Randolyn's holding up this little thing that says joy. Oh, I just love it. But it's true. Like I, I, I was not able to recognize that just because something great happened did not mean that something bad was going to be around the corner. Um, so really just kind of leaning in, celebrating those joys when they come, knowing that there's not a if or but behind it. It's not joy, but, or joy, if, or, you know, something along those lines, but we live it, we breathe it, we lean in that moment and really taking the, the time to be grateful for that moment will allow us to do that a lot better because we're not just concerned with that hit of the dopamine. We're concerned with why, you know, the why is there the joy and why am I thankful and why am I grateful? So really choosing joy and using gratitude to support it is going to allow us to shift into this new year with a mindset that's going to be really healthy versus focusing on what's that negative thing that's going to happen next. Yes, Jen, I love that. Joy has been a word that is near and dear to my heart for probably three years now. Um, we've talked before that like every year I say that like my motto of the year is like have courage and be kind and somewhere in there like joy became a part of that. Um, and so I am incredibly joyful that we are going to be talking about joy a lot more in 2021 and I feel like we yes I have like a little postcard here that I got from one of my favorite t-shirt companies this year that says joy and it's like a mail it's totally a mailer and there's like advertising info on the back but like I'm gonna keep it it lives on my desk or on my fridge because it is just so near and dear to my heart um so I am excited about it, Jen, but I think we 
are going to wrap up for today. We are going to leave the people hopefully in as joyful of moods as we are, because I don't think I've stopped smiling <laughs> for this entire time. Um, what a day to start a Monday. What a way to start a Monday. I'm feeling joyful and excited about 2021. I know. I know. Me too. Well, yes, it was a pleasure to talk about joy with you. And I think this will be one we'll be circling back to. And and I agree. I've been smiling the whole time. It's I'm happy. Like this is a great way to kick off 2021. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for whatever audience is out there listening and hopefully just in, you know, taking some little tiny nuggets of something for themselves that will make their 2021 a little bit better. And this is going to be a good year in terms of personal growth and development because we're going to be leaning in and we're going to be talking about it. So let's keep the conversation going. I love it. We'll see you next time on People Talking People. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of People Talking People. Jen and I love producing the show. We are super excited about it and we love to see you guys excited about it. Don't forget to subscribe and share this with a friend to make sure that you never miss out on an episode. Jen, anything else that would be helpful for us and them to do? Yes, we also want them to head on over to LinkedIn. We keep talking about it. We join the conversation. So head on over to LinkedIn, send us a message, let us know what else you'd like for us to talk about, or just what you've loved about the different things that you've listened to. And lastly, I know you hear from us a lot about Wander Barn. We want you to follow Wander Barn. Uh, primarily, Instagram is going to be the best place to go do so. And you can find them at Wander Barn. Simple as that. So check all that great stuff out. Please do subscribe so that you can be following all of our wonderful episodes that you may not be have listened to yet because they're in the future and we haven't even gotten to this period of time. And we can't wait for you to stay with us. And Randallin and I are going to go back to giggling and having a great time and recording more episodes for you. This episode of People Talking People was produced and edited by Jermaine McClellan, a.k.a. the Afrocentric Jukebox.